this morning we're going to open up with Matthew 11, our passage for the whole weekend. How fun that we get to put Matthew 11 into practice, right? Like, how do we actually practically come to him and learn from him and pick up rest? Let's see. I'm I'm not, let's see. I know you're going to experience it this morning. So let's enter into his word. So our passage, Matthew 11, we're going to start off in verse 25 through 30. And I love the first part, verse 25, Matthew 11. At that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is what you were pleased to do. All things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Hallelujah, that's us. We are invited into the intimacy of our triune God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit, therefore we are invited into the dance of the Trinity. What a gift of intimacy we have here this morning to experience. Now he says, the next verse, come to me, which you have. And he's so pleased, he's so pleased. All who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. I love that. I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. You will. It's his promise. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So here is the passage that we're going to walk through this morning. Anytime, ladies, I've noticed I've, I've lost rest, which happens throughout each day. <laughs> I feel anxious. I feel like I'm striving or working or trying to be strong and mighty. And I feel all those kind of like almost like I hit a wall. That is the moment where I've been noticing it's not so much a wall. It's more of an open door to come to him. That's your sign. You've lost your rest. Come to Jesus. So how do we do that? Well, oftentimes, fellowship and prayer is a way to do that. Stop what you're doing. Enter in to a place where you can meet with him in fellowship and his word and in prayer. And then learn from him. Ask him questions, which is what I formulated um, in this journal What I crafted was some just creative questions that will help you engage heart to heart. Ask him questions to hear from him and listen. And then we want to go into a time of surrender, laying down burdens, laying down sin, unholy desires. And then after that is our time to experience rest and knowing who he is. We'll be reminded of who he is this morning. So let's do just that. So what is this morning going to look like? I'm going to open up in prayer of course, because that's what we're doing here. (laughs) Then I'm going to guide you through the crafted questions to help you open up your heart. The first five questions are to help open up the heart and connect with God. 
And during this time, you're gonna write down your responses to the first set of five questions. You're gonna journal through them. And then I'll share another passage and lead you through the next set of questions, six and seven. And then we'll take communion together. Communion is one of the greatest gifts we have and we could do it as often as we want. So we're gonna do that this morning. It's one of the best ways to remember the cross. And remember Jesus and to fellowship with him. There's fellowship and communion. And then we'll enter into a time of facilitated listening prayer where I'm gonna speak powerful attributes of who God is over you. And you're just gonna relax and receive and remember who he is. And then I'm gonna ask you to pay attention to any of his attributes that are highlighted to you from the list that's in the journal. And those attributes, I want you to go back and remember when, remember when. He showed up to you and revealed himself to you in a specific way, revealed that attribute. And then I want you, because this is the most important part, one of the most important parts is to give him thanks, to, to experience gratitude, because that is when our hearts get warmed up to our God. And then I have a fun little activation before you go, because you're going to leave blessing someone else with who God is. I know it, because you've met with him this morning. So now we're going to go into this time of prayer. Here's our opening prayer. <sighs> Father, we invite you. Father, we invite your presence. We acknowledge that you are here with us. You are here with us right now. We acknowledge your presence. You knew us. You knit us together. And every moment of our lives was written in your book before one of them even began. You are our perfect creator. You don't make mistakes. So therefore, we were created perfectly in your image. Remind us of who we are this morning. You are our everlasting father. We cry, Abba, Father. Abba, Father. You are our covenant maker, our covenant keeper. The covenant is 100% on you. You fulfilled it through Jesus. And now all we have to do is open up and come. And so, Father, thank you for this moment where we get to experience who you are. Thank you for sending Jesus to save us, to set us free. So, Jesus, we invite you right now your presence. We acknowledge you and who you are. We thank you, Jesus, for the cross and all that you accomplished on the cross. We believe that our life is in you and through you, and we will live with you. We thank you that you are gentle and humble and easy to please. Even now, I sense your presence and your peace. You are the Prince of Peace. I just see you with each woman right now. You are near, because you say when we draw near, you draw near to us. So we trust. We believe by faith that we've drawn near to you, therefore you're right here. You are so close. 
I see your smile upon your daughters. Your eyes of fiery love help us gaze into your eyes this morning because that is where we experience your heart and that's where we're changed. So Jesus, we love you. I just hear him saying, beloved, I am so happy you came to spend quality time with me this morning. Just wait, wait to see what I have in store for you. It's gonna be good. We invite you, Holy Spirit. We invite your presence, Holy Spirit. We know you're here, we acknowledge your presence. You live within each one of us, revealing the Son, the Son revealing the Father. We thank you for testifying in our hearts that we are God's children. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for revealing Jesus to us. You are regenerating, convicting, empowering, transforming us into the image of Christ. Thank you for guiding us into truth and giving us wisdom and revelation and comfort. Mm, how sweet is your comfort? Increase our capacity to receive, contain, and carry your love. And we ask that you would heal and mend our hearts throughout this time of spending this time with you. Now, ladies, I want to give you a blessing. Ladies, women of God, you are made in the image and likeness of God, created to be in relationship. You were created to receive love and carry his glory. Nothing can ever separate you from his love. You are his. And nothing you do could make him love you more. And nothing you do could cause him to love you any less. He loves you because he loves you because he loves you because he loves you. You are his daughter and he loves you. Know this, believe this. And now we bind up anything that confuse or distract us from knowing you better. I pray for angelic protection all around this room in Jesus' name. And we submit this time to you. This is your time with your daughters. It is holy and it is set apart. So now ladies is the time to go through the first five questions. I'm gonna first read them out loud. And I want you, as you journal, remember, these questions are not meant to make you feel bad. These are just meant to be open and honest in prayer. Open our hearts up in prayer. Because remember, he's humble and gentle. And he's easy to please. And so we have to remember who he is while we reflect within these questions. Because um, that'll help us stay open and honest with Jesus. Remember, this is a time for you and him to be honest and open. So the first question in our time with Jesus is what are you carrying into this season? The second is what are you afraid of? The third is what are you excited about? 
Where do you see God moving? And what parts of your life feel unseen by God? We're going to take about seven minutes to journal through these questions. Okay, about one more minute.
So just make sure that number one is answered fully. The rest you can come back to. Number one's gonna guide us a little later. So this passage, I just, um, I love so much. <clears throat> it gives so much um, direction for life. And this is, this passage is Psalm 37. If you wanna open your Bibles to Psalm 37, verse three through seven. Psalm 37, verses three through seven. Psalm 37, verse 3, starts out with trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Notice that it's only when our delight is in the Lord that he will give us the desires of our heart. How do we test and know if a desire is from God or from the flesh? Well, we can reflect. Have we been delighting in the Lord? So this is an exciting time. This is a wonderful opportunity not to, again, feel condemnation, but just to reflect on ways that you've been delighting yourself in the Lord. Number six, how are you delighting yourself in the Lord? And then number seven, I want you to write down, what are your desires? What are your desires? And if you wanna know, sometimes we're kind of like, I don't know, what are, what are my desires? What did Jesus ask you the question? Daughter, what do you want me to do for you? What do you want? Because he asked that throughout the New Testament. He asked that in the Gospels to people. What do you want me to do for you? That usually opens up your heart to know, get down deep into that place of what are those deepest desires? What would you ask of him? So take about five minutes to go ahead and journal through. How are you delighting in the Lord? What are ways you've been delighting in the Lord? In this past season, and what are your desires? What are you longing for?
Now, for those of you that have written down your desires, what do you desire? I want you to take a moment to take each desire or the one, and I want you to bring it before Jesus with closed eyes and an open heart and just ask him the question, Lord, is this desire from you? Is this a desire from you? How do we know if it's a desire. Well, if we know his word, if it aligns with scripture, then it's his will. And also another way to sense if it's a desire that lines up with the will of the Lord for your life, if it's from him, do you sense peace? Do you sense rest? Do you sense joy? When you bring that before him, is that a sense you have or a feeling you have? If it's not from the Lord, sometimes the sense you might have is hesitancy or a little unrest, uneasiness. And that's just something that you could continue to take to him, continue to yield to him and surrender to him. It's okay to have desires, we all do, that sometimes are not from the Lord. But when we're willing to surrender them to him and align ourselves with his will, by what? Delighting in him, enjoying the life, in the Lord every day, he will realign our desires to fit with his will. And so go ahead and take a moment again to ask Jesus, is this desire from you? Or are these, each, go through each one and ask him. You can just make a little note. He says, yes, or maybe, <laughs> or no. Now that this is kind of written down, the desires of your heart, ways you're delighting in the Lord, you could always refer back to those daily because he cares about your heart. He cares what's in there. 
because he most of the time puts those desires within you and he has plans to fulfill them. You might be in the waiting for him to fulfill a desire. So what do you do in the meantime? You delight, you wait upon the Lord. For those who wait upon the Lord will not be put to shame. He will fulfill his promises in your life in his timing and in his way. And in the process, we grow in greater intimacy with him as we seek him, as we delight in him, as we trust in the Lord and surrender to him. You will see the Lord. So now we want to go into a time of remembering him at the cross. In Hebrews 10, 19 through 22, it says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, open for us through the curtain, that is his body, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Hallelujah. All that he accomplished on the cross. We're going to go into a time of communion. And before we do that, it's very important to ask the Holy Spirit to examine our hearts. And so let's go ahead and take a moment, ladies, and ask the question to the Holy Spirit. Invite him to examine your heart. So right now, Holy Spirit, scan our hearts, expose any and all sin or any unholy desires. We remember it's your loving kindness that leads us to repentance. Repentance is our gift that brings us into greater freedom. So we willingly and cheerfully enter into this moment where you, Holy Spirit, examine us. It's a gift. Bring anything to light that has been in the darkness. I want you to write down any sin or unholy desires that the Holy Spirit exposes. Write them down. As a means of confession, confessing to the Lord through writing it down is very powerful. So now I want you to take time as you write down those words that the, the Holy Spirit's exposed. I want you to go through and say, in your heart, I confess these things to you, Jesus. And I repent. I turn from this. And I lay it down at the cross. For those of you who might 
be able to see in your sanctified imagination. I want you to picture yourself surrendering those sins, those unholy desires at the foot of the cross. That's where they belong. <laughs> at his feet. Don't forget to see his smile in this moment. Don't forget to experience his pleasure in this moment. He is so pleased when we repent and lay down the very things he died for, he carried on the cross so that you could be set free. That's his desire for you. He's not mad, he's not disappointed. He loves you and he's pleased that you've opened yourself to him in this honest confession time. For some of you, I'm sensing that there is unforgiveness that you've been carrying into this season. If that's so, I want you in this moment to surrender that unforgiveness to the cross, to Jesus. Maybe it's for someone that's hurt you. And if you're not ready, that's okay. You don't have to do that. He doesn't force us into forgiveness. But it is a gift too. And when we release a person to Jesus, we get released. <coughs> we get set free from carrying that burden. So if unforgiveness is there, ask Holy Spirit to expose any unforgiveness. If you're ready, lay that down at the cross as well. Give that unforgiveness to Jesus by just saying, Jesus, I forgive this person, I release them to you. Unforgiveness is a heavy burden to carry, a very heavy burden. And it keeps us from flourishing. So he wants his best for you. And forgiveness is one of those gifts that brings you his best. And this could be, that could be a big one for a lot of us. And so I wanna encourage you to come back to this daily. And whenever you think about the person that hurt you, I want to encourage you to use that as your opportunity to forgive. I choose to forgive this person. Whenever a thought comes about that person, choose to forgive. And I promise you, he will change your heart and he will set you free. And he will bless your life more than you can imagine because of your obedience to forgive. Because we've been forgiven so much. 
Now this is my favorite part. We're at like kind of at 10.15. So ladies, I don't want you to miss this. I promise you, are all of you okay with going a little bit longer? Is that okay? I'll get you out. This is very important time. So I can't end now. So bear with me and Jesus, okay? Stay at the cross. Stay at the cross. This is very special time. So for this next part, I want you to first close your eyes and see yourself, if you can, at the cross. Imagine the cross and your sanctified imagination. And then see Jesus in front of you. And if you can't see him, that's okay. He's near, he's here. Just trust by faith, he's here. Look at him, if you can see him, and even see his countenance. What does his face look like in this moment at the cross? Him standing in front of you, or maybe he's not standing. Maybe he's kneeling in front of you. Take a moment to be with him. And now I want you to see yourself when you're ready, surrendering to him. And say, Jesus, what do you want me to surrender to you? You can see what that looks like in your hand. Hold out your hands as a form of a posture of surrender and see yourself surrendering to Jesus. Would you be willing to give it to him? Surrender those burdens. See yourself giving it to him. And Jesus loves to take what we surrender to him as a holy sacrifice. He takes it upon himself. So see yourself giving those burdens to him and him taking them from you. Whenever we surrender, there's always a holy exchange. He has something for you. He has a gift for you. See him giving you that gift this morning. As a sweet exchange for what you just gave him. It almost seems unfair that we would get a gift from the Lord, but he's that good. He's that good. And that's what keeps us coming back in surrender. So receive now. It might be a word to describe who he is, who he wants to be for you in this season. Even say, God, Jesus, who do you want to be for me in this season? Now receive that gift, that promise of his presence. 
for that scripture, that word from his heart of encouragement. And as an act of faith, just place it in your heart. Receive it. Experience his rest in this moment. As you receive his love for you, undeserved, unmerited favor and love. Now, ladies, in this time, stay where you are if you're still experiencing the Lord in a special way. You don't need to jump out of it. <laughs> He'll continue to meet you where you're at. But for right now, we're gonna enter into a time of remembering who God is, which is perfect, because you could keep your eyes shut. And I'm gonna speak his attributes over you. And I just want you to stay in this place of receiving who he is, remembering who he is. Remember, God is faithful. God is love. God is good. He is protector. He is your warrior. He fights your battles. He's your comforter. He is your good shepherd. He is your provider. He is your peace. He is your healer. Right now, Holy Spirit, would these truths of who you are touch our hearts in a powerful way? We ask that you would give us the gift of belief, that we would believe you are who you say you are. And when our circumstances don't line up, we submit those to you because you rule and reign over our circumstances. God, you are who you say you are. So right now, ladies, I want you to look over those attributes of God. And if any of them jump off the page, and again, stay where you are. If you want to just keep your eyes shut and keep experiencing God, please do. But if there's any attributes on that list that jump off the page and right into your heart, that's a way you've experienced him before this way. If it's highlighted to you, I want you to remember, briefly remember for a moment how he revealed himself to you in that way. How has he been faithful? How has he revealed himself to you? How has he been your peace? Even if it's just writing down reflection of one attribute, that's perfect. 
sometimes that's all we can handle in a season is we just need him to be one thing for us and rest in it dig deep in it seek him every day about it praise him and thank him for who he is for being your peace every day declare that every day so take a moment to thank him for the attributes that stood out to you or the attributes that stood out to you this is your time to give him praise and thanksgiving for who he is. Thank you. 